Welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, where we maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will recap content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. I'm your host, Melanie Kingett, and your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. Today's episode will focus on the law of conservation of energy. Let's zoom out. We're in Unit 4, Energy, Topic 4.1 to 4.3. Our big idea is force interactions, change, and conservation. You are at the amusement park, and a friend dares you to ride the tallest roller coaster at the park. The roller coaster train slowly ascends to the top of the hill, then creeps over the peak. You begin your long scream to the bottom of the hill as the train moves faster and faster. The coaster continues rising and falling over additional hills, and at times, you feel weightless as you leave your seat momentarily. Eventually, the brakes of the train slow you to a stop, and you are able to find your stomach and realize that you are safe and sound. Hopefully. Let's zoom in. Roller coasters are excellent examples of the law of conservation of energy in action. On a traditional wooden roller coaster, a motor of a particular power rating is used to drag a roller coaster train to the top of a very high hill. Just a bit higher than I thought, that's all. Where it has a large amount of gravitational potential energy. The train hurdles down the hill, allowing its mechanical energy to transfer into kinetic energy by the bottom of the hill. The rest of the ride is some combination of gravitational potential energy and kinetic energy conversions, eventually ending with work being done to bring the coaster to rest. For the sake of simplifying the roller coaster example, we will assume that the coaster moves without any friction impeding its motion. Sometimes it is helpful if we are using a bar graph to visualize what is going on in terms of energy. Let's say that our roller coaster has 1 million joules of gravitational potential energy when it is at the top of the tallest hill. An energy bar graph shows the total mechanical energy and each of the three types of mechanical energy at the time or times being evaluated. For the top of the tallest hill, we would have a bar representing the 1 million joules of gravitational potential energy and another bar representing the total mechanical energy that would also be 1 million joules. These bars should, of course, be the same height. I sure hope so. There would also be a space for the kinetic energy and the elastic potential energy bars, but they would both be zero joules at the top of the first hill. Once the coaster makes it to its lowest point, it will have lost all the gravitational potential energy that it had at the top. Where did the energy go? We know that the law of conservation of energy states that unless there was external work done on the Earth coaster system, then the total mechanical energy is constant. Since there is no friction and air resistance is assumed negligible, then there isn't any work being done on the coaster. All 1 million joules of total mechanical energy is in the form of kinetic energy. Sketch that energy bar graph. Hi there, producer Brad here. I wasn't always what you would call the best student. In fact, a fellow student once complimented me by saying how much my illustration skills had progressed over the course of our first semester philosophy class, where I may or may not have gotten a D. However, I did do very well in all of my online courses, so much so that my grandfather said that maybe I should avoid in-person interactions altogether. But the point is, everybody learns differently, and sometimes all you need to understand a difficult topic is a different perspective. The Absolute Recap Live Virtual Classrooms allow you to collaborate 
collaborate with AP students from all over the world. Each 90-minute lesson is hosted through Zoom by your favorite podcasting teachers and focuses on specific course topics. Our teachers use visual aids, provide opportunities for student practice and Q&A, plus they give you a downloadable study packet. Our virtual classroom is a great opportunity to review for tests throughout the year as well as prepare for the exam in May. Reserve a seat for one class or book your seat for the year with our virtual classroom bundle and save. Now, back to the recap. How fast would the coaster be traveling if the peak is 100 meters tall? You can actually answer this. Well, now let's see. The coaster had only gravitational potential energy, or what I like to call GPE, at the top, and only kinetic energy, or KE, at the bottom, where we are looking for speed. So we can set their respective equations equal to each other at those different locations, and solve for v. You should find that the coaster is traveling with a speed equal to the square root of the quantity 2 times g times h, or the square root of 2 times Earth's acceleration due to gravity times the height of the drop. You will arrive at a speed of 44.7 meters per second, a very reasonable top speed for a roller coaster. How heavy is the coaster with its riders? That's easy enough, just looking at the highest point and setting the total mechanical energy equal to the GPE at the top. So, 1 million joules equals mg delta y, and we find the mass is 1,000 kilograms. Always good to know because it could be helpful later. A sensor at the top of the second, smaller hill, monitors the speed of the coaster to be sure it isn't traveling too quickly. The second hill is only 75% of the height of the first hill. How fast should we expect the sensor to measure that the coaster is traveling? Come along with me. I'll show you. What would the energy bar graph look like? Well, if there is 75% height, then the GPE will make up 75% of the total mechanical energy, and the remaining 25% will be KE. Don't believe me? I don't believe that it's very much different. Try it out. Set total mechanical energy, or GPE, at the highest point equal to the energy forms that exist at the top of hill number two. Both GPE and KE exist there. So mg delta y of hill one equals mg delta y of hill two plus one half mv squared. Once mass is canceled and some algebra completed, you can arrive at an equation for speed again. It should be noted that the speed will absolutely not be 25% of the earlier speed since speed is squared in the kinetic energy equation. Using this speed, the mass of the coaster from earlier, 1,000 kilograms, and the height of the two locations, and voila! You can see that there is 750,000 joules of GPE and 250,000 joules of KE to make up the remainder of the total mechanical energy that is still constant. Finally, in order to be able to handle the largest volume of passengers possible, the amusement park would be concerned with how quickly they can get the coaster up the hill so it can traverse the track and fill up with new passengers again. That's where power comes in. Power is how quickly work can be done or how quickly energy is changed. For our coaster, we will assume it makes it to the top of hill number one in 30 seconds from its resting location where the riders board. The power is then 1 million joules per 30 seconds or 33,333 watts. In the event that you are in the United States and you know that 746 watts equals one horsepower, then that's 44.7 horsepower. The same as the velocity from earlier? Oh. Is that a coincidence? Actually, yes. 
Yes, it is. You better grab some coffee. Your mind's beginning to play tricks on you. To recap, total mechanical energy is a combination of gravitational potential energy, kinetic energy, and elastic potential energy. The total mechanical energy is conserved or constant as long as no work is done on the system. Power is the change in a system's energy over time. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, momentum, collisions, and their graphs. Today's question of the day focuses on the work done by a spring. If a roller coaster is located at a position one-third as high as the tallest drop, using variables only, what would the speed be? For the answer to the question of the day, please follow us on Instagram at The Absolute Recap. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap. Check out our website, theabsoluterecap.com, for episode schedules, study guides, virtual tutoring, and to sign up for our virtual classroom. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Today's episode was written by Ryan McDowell. Thanks for subscribing, and don't forget to rate and review wherever you get podcasts. Time's up. Now go look at the world through physics lenses. Thank you for listening to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020. Absolute Recap LLC. All rights reserved.